재미와 지식의 오디오라이프 팝빵 Welcome back to Koreascape. The weekend is now so close, you can practically taste it. That's why we invite Time Out Magazine to come into the studio right around this time to get the wheels turning in terms of how to spend your weekend and how to spend, hopefully, what is two full days of free time that you've got coming up. Hana Yoon is one of the magazine's editors, and she's here to to tell us about uh, a novel spin on going out to eat. Hey, Hana. Hi, Kurt. Yeah, so... um, What's the new angle on uh, going out uh, to eat? It seems fairly straightforward to me. Well, these days, I think not only going out is important, but trying to meet new people. That's become sort of a priority. And, you know, there's this thing with the digital age. They're saying more and more people are spending time alone. You're losing that sense of community, right? Sure. Uh, What about you? How do you feel about eating alone, going out alone? I am not, if it's the right kind of place, I don't want to go to a fancy place Uh where there's going to be this yawning chasm of an empty (laughs) chair across from me, but Uh in a pub kind of environment, I have no no problem with it, you know? Oh, really? Even in Korea? Oh, of course not. You know, I'll sit at the bar or Uh whatever and uh, just chill out with uh, my mobile device and read things, and I don't don't think twice about it. But again, uh, I wouldn't go to a a real fancy setting where there's going to be this empty place across from me. Even I am a little bit shy. About that. What about Korean barbecue? Nope, nope, won't do it. That is a <laughs> that is an inherently social thing. I want at least one other person, uh-huh. probably you know, preferably two or three, and I want uh, you know the 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 soju to be flowing and for us to be laughing. <laughs> I would never do Korean barbecue by myself. Having soju on your own, <laughs> having soju on my own and Korean barbecue on my own. That's uh yeah, that's a little too. Unibomber-ish, I think. Well, you know, I really admire people who can do that. I used to work with this producer. She was in her 50s and she was single. And she was saying, if you want to be a single woman in your 50s, you have to lose all fear of eating alone. Okay. Right? So she would say, she would go to Jeju and order like raw fish for mm. four people and eat it by herself with no shame. Okay. Right? Oh, and there's something about that I really admire. I guess you have to right? go. One way or the other. If you're going to be, if you're going to be bashful, be bashful. If you're going uh-huh. to, you know, eat by yourself, then do it in a big way. You know, I never had a problem with eating alone, but recently here in Korea, I've started to feel this thing about I can't eat alone, and I think it's something from my coworkers always telling me that it's like weird to eat alone. Koreans generally yeah. really hate to eat alone. Even at lunch, they all kind of get up and go as a as a little group out to their jige and then come back as a group. You know, I'm right. like. Feel free to eat alone, you know. Uh, (laughs) I don't view it as a social stigma to go out and have lunch alone. At work, my boss really loves jajangmyeon, which is the black bean noodle, and I'm not a big fan of the dish. I hear you. So every time that happens, I want to go eat vegan. (laughs) (laughs) And um, in the beginning, they really didn't like when I was trying to eat something different. Um, But, you know, it is a little bit of a trend these days to eat alone. Fair enough. Yeah. 
But we're going to kind of talk about the opposite end of the spectrum and talk about social dining today. Social dining. Mm-hmm. Have sounds, you heard of it? I, I mean, the, the, the term social dining seems to be self-explanatory, but I think what you're getting at is some new sort of technology-enabled kind of uh, trend, right? Right. Well, you already know there are all these dating apps nowadays that make sure. it very easy to meet people if you want to date. Okay. Right? But what if you already, you're already with someone, but you still like meeting new people? people or you're not exactly looking for a relationship or anything romantic but you still want to do something mm-hmm. where like eating out with other people where right? all your friends are so dang busy you know <laughs> they're all doing yagun oh, and they're you know they're working until 9 p.m. Uh-huh. or something and you happen to have some time but all your friends are busy so why not strike out and and meet uh, somebody new right um so that's kind of one of the things that social dining can help you with. And it's something I read about several years ago in the States, but I think it's now catching on in Korea. Cool. So in in the States, you have a lot of these things where big different groups can meet. You can even eat at the home of a chef. Ooh. Right. So there's a professional chef. Of course, that one is a little bit pricier, um, and you can go to their house and you can eat there. Um, But not a lot of these things have caught on in Korea. All right, so walk, walk, walk me through it. Walk us through it. If I'm interested in uh, kind of dipping my toes into this social dining trend, what do I do? Well, um, there's one particular app that seems to be very trending. It's called Any Spoon. Mm. Well, it's not an app, actually. This one is a site. Um, and it's a startup that started about two years ago. And at first, it was allowing uh, foreign expats to go into Korean homes and try authentic Korean food. Okay. But I talked to the owners over there, and they were saying, actually, that didn't work as well because uh, there weren't that many foreigners who could do this. I guess, you know, kitchen space is one thing. Sure. Um, but so it kind of uh, started out like, oh, no, no. There were Koreans allowed. Yeah, it wasn't. Um, it wasn't as popular with Koreans inviting people, foreigners into their homes. And I think that's still a new concept. So they tried it the other way with uh, people who had lived abroad mm-hmm. now opening up their kitchens uh, to Koreans. That's an interesting idea. Yeah, um, and their motto on, as described on their website, is "Discover a home cooked meal from the worlds around you." Okay. Mm-hmm. I would give that a go. I yeah. Would, I would invite a couple of Koreans over uh, oh, via would you? this app. Sure. <laughs> but can you cook? cook? Oh, I can indeed. Oh, interesting. Sure. Um, so you can, you can sign up on this to be a chef and you can make a profile. So when you go on the website, there are all these profiles of chefs, the type of meal they'll be preparing and approximately what neighborhood it is mm-hmm. and the price. Okay. And the chefs range from, you know, uh, people who've spent a long, lot of time abroad. So I guess I could... I was talking about uh, signing up for this and making French toast because I make <laughs> okay. very good breakfast awesome. food. Awesome. <laughs> oh, we, um, we could get French toast after this show someday. I, we have I'm to have intrigued. a um, cook-off. Right? You, up? me, and Sonia. <laughs> and uh, Chef uh, Jung So-young as well. She'll, uh, she'll, she'll crush all of us. Oh, but, really? <laughs> uh, at least we'll enjoy the process. Yeah. Um, and then, you know, there are people from countries like Norway, Italy, Uzbekistan, right? And you get a chance to engage with, uh, so you get to ch- chance to engage in some cultural exchange and enjoy some authentic home-cooked food. 
That's very cool. So, mm-hmm. so you go on this site, you kind of register your info, and then you can browse from a menu of chefs that are cooking today? Is that it? Right. And then you make a reservation and you detail how many people will be in your party. So reservations normally start for parties three or more. Okay. Because I guess it would be a little bit creepy to show up like one-on-one to someone's house. <laughs> okay. I don't know if I would be open to that. That would be a little, yeah, a little awkward. <laughs> You'd want a group dynamic, I think. Right. Um, and also, you know, when we went there, we realized it's really hard for them to prepare, like, a meal for one person. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So four, three or more would be the best. And then you get an email response from Any Spoon. Um, then they tell you about, you know, what account you can send your money to. Mm-hmm. You send your money in advance, like, via bank transfer. And then you follow the directions in another email to get to a private residence. Okay. Right? Um, so, so it's like, it's almost like an Airbnb for food. Right, right. That's exactly what it is. (coughs) Sorry. Um, and us, we went to, um, Italian home cooked food at Yolanda's. Okay. Mm -hmm. Um, How did that go? It was really, um, it was really great. I think I mentioned early on the show, it was the best Italian food I ever had. No kidding. And it reminded me of the story where, um, a few years ago, well, Actually, it's been some time now. Um, we had the Italian ambassador on a certain show I was working at on TBS. Mm-hmm. And I remember uh, we asked him after the show, what's the best Italian restaurant? And he was like, it's actually, um, I wouldn't say this on air, but he said that, you know, it's actually my place. Right? Ooh, if and I do like, say so myself. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, and he's like, it's pretty hard to get authentic Italian food in the city, which is kind of ironic because there's so many and if you're an authentic Italian restaurant owner, don't be offended. If you, you know, are an authentic Italian <laughs> restaurant owner, tweet to us and uh, invite give us, us a shout to your out. restaurant. I will review and your place. We will <laughs> eat our words. We will say there we were so wrong to say there's not authentic Italian food. So Yolanda who invited you over, is she Italian? Yeah, she's Italian and uh, we went there, which is, you know, in Taremar where her home is and she invited um me and Sian who's uh, my coworker who's out in um in the studio I today. I see her smiling face right now, yeah. <laughs> uh we went there. Um we met her husband and her three children. Mm-hmm. Uh, I thought it would have been nice if her children had joined, but they actually had a separate meal cuz she said it was a little bit hard for the kids to kind of uh Stay focused. Stay focused, yeah. yeah. Plus, they got their kongbu and all mm-hmm. that stuff. You know, send them in and, and leave the adults to eat. Right. What was the uh, menu? Um, so, we had one glass of wine. Uh, there was um, bruschetta. Um, and bruschetta al pomodoro. I know I can't pronounce any of this A lot stuff. of people say bruschetta, but it's actually bruschetta. Bruschetta. Oh, right. That's yeah. exactly how she pronounced yeah. it. Um, we had pepper roll with tuna. And... I know this doesn't sound exactly that delicious, but it was actually my favorite thing. Pepper which, roll. Mm-hmm. You're talking about uh, like a green pepper or something like that? Uh, they There were green peppers and there were uh, orange peppers. Mm-hmm. And there was tuna and some kind of cream baked into it. Oh, my goodness. Oh, it was so good. My mouth is watering just yeah, thinking about yeah, it now. Yeah, it sounds wonderful. Um, zucchini flan with gargonzola cheese. Oh, wow. Um, really? So that's like a savory flan. Usually you think of like these flan, uh, leche flan, which is right. like a dessert flan. But no, no, no. This is a zucchini yeah. savory flan with gorgonzola cheese. I thought that the gorgonzola cheese would have been a little bit stronger than it was. Yeah, no, it cooks down mildly. No, no, no. It yeah. was, it was soft. It was so delicious. 
um, we had pasta, tiramisu, Italian strawberry tart, and Italian coffee. Wonderful. God, yeah. this, if you were to go get this in, say, Itaewon or Hongdae or Samjongdong, probably run you like 60,000 right. or something, right? Oh, especially with the wine. But it was 35,000 won. That's wonderful. Which initially I looked at the price and I was like, ah, that's a little bit expensive for a pasta. But <laughs> when we showed up there, yeah. uh, it's really like the bread was so fresh. She, The tomatoes were amazingly delicious. Uh, we... She taught us this new way of putting the garlic exactly directly on the bread. Mm-hmm. So you tasted more of the flavors. Okay. And of course, she shared all these stories about where she got the recipes from. How did she do the pasta? Um, pasta a la... Can you pronounce it? <laughs> What's the word? Okay. Pasta al amatriciana. Yeah. Now I feel like completely unconfident saying any of these words. So what, what was in it? Um, it was just a tomato-based one. But, you know, I think a problem with a lot of the Italian restaurants in Seoul is that most of the time the noodles are overcooked. Ah. And it was the first time I went to have Italian food in Korea where the noodles were not overcooked. Okay. Kind of al dente. Mm-hmm. It was really delicious. Um, and the dessert. You know, I'm not a dessert person, but I have to say it was amazing. Yeah? Yeah. Um, I need to meet this Yolanda woman. <laughs> no, you need to do this. I've been recommending it to everyone to go to her house. Um, I don't know if I recommend any spoon more or her house more. All right. But you have to go on the site and look for this woman because she made really great food. Yolanda, if you're listening, I want you to email <laughs> careerscape at gmail.com. I'm dying to meet you. Actually, I make a decent bruschetta. Oh, really? You know, the secret is to, um, you have to pulverize the garlic. You use Uh the flat of the knife and a little bit of salt because salt dissolves garlic. She actually, she doesn't even um, put the, she doesn't crush the garlic on the bread. Well, Mm -hmm. I use that as the base to mix with the fresh tomatoes, balsamic vinegar, and basil. But again, I don't want to steal Yolanda's thunder here. (laughs) Well, she's actually working on a book right now, too. So she's trying out all these dessert recipes. Um, the coffee was amazing. You know, I would say there were times the conversation got a little bit slow because, you know, um, they're parents of three kids. They're like real adults. Um, I guess I just don't feel like a real adult yet. <laughs> <laughs> All right. So um, that I found a little bit difficult at times, but it was really fun. They were so sweet. And just to clarify, you found Yo- Yolanda is a, an entity in and of herself. You didn't <laughs> yes. find her through any spoon. She's like a a website. No, oh. no, no. She she is someone. She is a chef listed on any spoon. Okay. Uh, so you can you can meet all these different types of chefs. This is just the personal experience I had. You might go to another chef who is not as great as Yolanda, right? So I cannot guarantee that all the chefs are as good and kind, and the food is as amazing as it was at Yolanda. There's not like an any spoon certification board <laughs> no. that uh, well, gives Michelin stars to these chefs. She was saying that what they do is they go to their house, they inspect, you know, what the kitchen is like. Oh, really? Uh, they taste what the food will be like. They come and they take the photos. Uh-huh. So there is um, there is a certain standard that any spoon holds, uh, but I, I don't know for sure what that standard is. I just happen to have a very good experience with it. Um, so that is something you can check out. I... You know, I've been talking about this to my boyfriend forever and ever. I really want to take him Mm. to Yolanda's place as well. And I want to try the other foods that they have. Initially, we wanted to try the Norwegian food because there aren't 
you know, Norwegian restaurants yeah. in Seoul. So I thought that would be very cool as well. There's a Swedish place. Have you ever been to that Swedish I've place? I've heard of that Swedish place. I've heard very mixed reviews. Yeah. Uh, my my standards for Scandinavian food are kind of high. So, are they? yeah. Okay. okay. <laughs> um, yeah. Uh, but, you know, it's not just any spoon out there. I would say that's the one I talked about first because it's a little bit most f- foreigner-friendly in a way because they have some of their site in English, which the other two um, sites I'm going to talk about, they don't necessarily do that. All right. So, chipap is another very popular one. Uh, but this one is not limited to food. You're saying chipap, like house, bap, house rice. Right, right. Okay. Uh, so this allows you to meet people with whom you share a common interest. It's not necessarily going over their house and eating, but um, you can go participate in art activities together. You can volunteer together. So it's more like a more like a meetup. All right, but the, it is kind of uh, pegged around food, right? There is a meal somewhere. Uh, there. there are options to eat together within here, within this site. Um, but you know, it is whole bunch of different activities. Ah. I think initially it started with the eating concept and then it kind of uh, divulged into other things as well. Okay. Mm-hmm. All right. Uh, they do age-specific meetings. So if you're in your 20s and you don't want to hang out with some people in their 50s or you're in your 50s and you don't want to hang out with a whole bunch of millennials, then, okay. you know. Then this will, because that, that's sort of a Korean thing. I've noticed some of my Korean friends will not be, will, will feel a little bit awkward if the age of the group doesn't match. They'll feel they're like kind of a fish out of water, right? Well, I definitely feel it if I'm speaking in Korean. Yeah, yeah. Because obviously I have to speak in a different way. You have way. to use all of those grammar uh-huh. things that match the um, sort of social level of the people you're speaking to. Right. Um, so that might be something you want to check out at zipbob.net uh, and this one is in Korean only so you know if your Korean is amazing or you have a friend and you just um, who is able to speak Korean and register you this might be, oh so you need to have like a Korean um, you know Jumin number or a oh no it's not necessary that you need to have a Korean Jumin number but most of the activities are in Korean sure so most of the people that go are in Korean so this could be a way if you're a sort of intermediate of kick-starting your career right, right. and meeting these Koreans. So it's pronounced Zipbob, but it's actually Jipbop. Yeah. Jipbop.net. Uh-huh. And the next one is also um, only in Korean. It's called Talk Party. Talk Party. Uh-huh. You know what I... Did you ever watch Funny Face? No, is that a show? No, no. It's Funny Face is an Audrey Hepburn movie. Uh, and there's a scene from that movie where she's um, going to this very bougie French party and okay. everyone's talking philosophy and uh, wearing black clothes. And that's what I think of when I think of talk party. <laughs> okay. um, but don't worry, talk party is not exactly like that. <laughs> All right. Um, but it is focused on talking, right? So uh, you have anything from lectures that are conducted by professors or conversations on um, new dating conventions, book clubs, uh, social dance here and there. So it is mostly talk centered around talking, but there are other things as well. But, you know, these discussions are in Korean. So this is not just for intermediate level Korean. This is like... If you are very, very good at Korean and you want to prove to other people you can do the most Korean thing of all, this is uh, going for it. Have you been to a talk party? No, and I don't even think I could because my Korean isn't good enough to do mm. that. I'd be like talking like the junior high school student. This is, oh, people. and think about me. I, I would sound like <laughs> Tarzan, you know, going to his first uh, high-class buffet. Uh, talk party, where do I find it? Uh, it's on talkparty.net. Okay.
Most are free, but some are under 10,000 won. So, you know, the price of these things do range. Okay. Uh, it might be difficult, obviously, if you don't speak Korean. Stop eating alone, people. Go to Talk Party, go to Yolanda's, go to Jipbop. <laughs> Any spoon on Yolanda's. All right. Yeah. Thank you very much, Hannah. We'll see you again next time. Thank you, Kurt. And Koreascape is produced by Christina Saul with associate production by Jamie Lee. GP1 is our writer. I'm Kurt Asian. We're back tomorrow to talk about Hallyu Tourism at 9 a.m. We'll see you then.